ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeedy duty. It is I, the WCHL Commissioner, Christopher Perry. I am here and back. Boy, re- we should have played a little Peaches and Herb there, Andrew. Should have played some <laughs> Reunited, and it feels so good. That laugh on the other end of the line, folks, that's my partner in crime, my semi-best friend in all the world, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to I, the people. I am back for the masses, everybody. Man, Andrew, we missed you. Well, you know what? I uh, I missed the podcast last week. That's for sure. Yeah, boy, we uh, we missed you. We had to have a poor substitute. Uh, my daughter, uh, Cam the Ram, got on there, and uh, she tried to do her best Andrew impersonation, but she just could not. You know, there's nothing like the real thing. There's there's a lot to live up to here. Got that right. Some huge <laughs> shoes to fill, and by golly, she just couldn't. I mean, she's she was great. Don't get me wrong. I love her, um, but uh, she's no Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> Unfortunately, so doesn't she. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, hey, yeah, we're glad that you're back. We're glad that you're it's back. It's good to be back. It's yeah. good to be back. Yeah, hopefully you went somewhere nice and exotic and rested on a beach somewhere before the spring oh. semester got going. Oh, yeah, I did. I uh, I went down, stuck my toes in the sand, you know, tickled them around a little bit. and Yeah, and I'm I'm back for more. Tanned, rested, and ready. Andrew Majorkirth. There we go. Yeah, Better watch out. Tan, the tan has Zamboni driving all the land come Thursday. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we got something to look forward to now. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, Andrew, hey, we had a bunch of games this past week. It was all of the uh, WCHL teams got were supposed to have gotten back into action uh, to start the spring semester. Uh, but we had a little, we had a slight hiccup with one of them. In fact, let's start there because it was your team. Yep. The Oklahoma Sooners. We're going up to Fremont, Nebraska to play the Warriors of Midland University. UCO had just gone up there the week before, and OU was going to go up there the, uh, this past weekend. But we had some issues. We had some issues, yep. yeah. Here, yeah, you know what? I got, I, hold on, I got some music for that one. Let's see here. Yeah, yeah that, we, that's we had, about right. We had that's, some issues. Oh. That is about right. The uh, Yeah, unfortunately with... Inclement weather with with not even snow up in the in the Nebraska's and the Kansas area, but ice is what threw a threw a wrench in the plans. So the the bus company called, and the bus company we use is about three hours north of of Oklahoma City here, and they said they weren't comfortable coming down and picking us up and then driving north into the teeth of the ice storm up there, and uh, so that kind of threw a wrenching the plans to get the boys up there so yeah and luckily the good folks at midland um you know they're uh they midland is in the other conference that i oversee midwest college hockey the mch and um uh jason cerrone their head coach up there he's a pretty good dude and uh, he understood what was going on they had it, it this hurt midland because they we're looking for a chance to, you know, break into some higher rankings. Plus, it was their military appreciation weekend. They had planned it out. Yeah. They're going to have yeah, they 
they're going to have a lot of people from the local air base up there. Yeah. But so it's Mother Nature old, wins. Mother yeah, Nature always man, wins. Old man winter, he he came blowing, so Yep. They uh and you know at the end of the day it's it's a game, right? So there's no sense in putting everybody at risk to try to get up there to play two games, right? So well, that was, you know, in all honesty, that was the part that kind of I had to I had to grapple with the most, Andrew, because you know me. Um, you know, my word is my bond. My bond is my word. Um, right. And if I told somebody I'm coming, by God, I'm coming. And if it, that's right. You know, if we're gonna have an ice storm, then I'm coming early, so I'm I'm gonna get the ice storm right there with you. That's right. That's um, right. But uh, times have changed, and I am not in charge, and so. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. It wasn't the only series that got scrubbed. Um, uh, let's see here. Southern Illinois at Edwardsville was supposed to go up and play Waldorf, up yeah. in um, in that's up in Albert Lee, Minnesota. And that series got scrubbed because of the same storm. And I know that McKendry and Maryville. This has all of a sudden become the MCH podcast. But McKendry and Maryville were supposed to play on Friday night, and that game got scrubbed because of the uh, winter weather that was coming through. Yeah, the, I was going to say when I was North Plains. When I was going through everything, I was gonna I, I was gonna say I saw quite a few postponements and all that. So I figured all those teams, kind of in that wake of that storm, were probably getting scrubbed like what we did. Northern Illinois um, did what you and I would have done. They left a little earlier and they got it to uh, Iowa State uh, before the storm hit. So uh, of course it didn't help, and they got shellacked. I think like collectively thirteen to nothing yeah, uh, over two games. But they did the, what, they did the right thing. That was my suggestion too when we were looking at it. I was like, well, let's just leave early and get up there before everything hits. But then you got you got to drive back, right? So the yep. weather wasn't gonna the weather was getting improved by Saturday night into Sunday. So you know, once we got up there, is, is it really was it really worth risking everybody to get up there to go play two games when you know and we could live to fight another day. Right. So, oh, yeah. well, that's, that's that, kind of, that, that was the whole thing. You, you hit the nail on the head. It's uh, is it worth it? And yeah. ultimately at the, at the end of the day, we decided to focus more on player safety and yeah. um, you know, it, it, the, the, there was a, a horrible story out of Florida recently where a young lady from, I think it was Holy cross. She was on the rowing team. They had a, uh, they were driving in a passenger van and, had a car wreck or something. Uh, had a car wreck, and she's now dead. And that's, yeah. the, you know, we'd much rather be sitting here talking about two canceled games as opposed to a uh, a dead hockey player. So that's right. uh, the, that's the, right. we, we, we made the right choice, I think. At the at the end of the day, it's a game, right? And there you go. So, yeah, I think they made, I think they made a good choice. Well, all right. So, uh, so the, your Oklahoma Sooners, they pulled the shoot, and um, now I can give you a hard time about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they made the, they they in Midland. It was a the, the nice thing was they actually worked well together. So uh, yeah, surprisingly, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, hey, uh, Central Oklahoma went to Alabama. There was no ice down in Alabama this weekend. Um, at least uh, uh, on the way there, there was ice once they got there because they played two games. And boy, UCO laid the wood to the uh, Skate and Tide or whatever they call themselves. They, yeah, the Frozen Frozen Tide. Frozen whatever. Tide. Seven, yeah. they, they, they shellacked them seven to nothing on Friday night and seven to four on Saturday afternoon. It was, uh, I've heard the, I've heard the Alabama teams having a lot of trouble. Yeah. Second semester. So and what have they won one game or two games the entire year so far? Yeah. I, th- I thought I read somewhere so. where they've got like three or four. They beat Iowa state recently. They beat Illinois state twice. 
So yeah, they've got at least so, four games under their belt. Yeah, four Ws. So they've, got a, they've got a handful, but yeah, UCO they're they're firing on all cylinders. Uh, yeah. What is it, Al- Alexander Jemef? You know, he's he's come in the, this semester like uh, gangbusters and put up a lot of points so far. So yeah, they've Coach Rivera's got those guys pointed in the right direction. So looks like they're going to make a push at the final end of the season here. That's the truth. They're uh, they're they're living up to their uh, they're they're kind of finding themselves, finding their legs and. Man, seven nothing and seven to four. That's kind of the uh, the UCO that we've come to expect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They've kind of they found their stride. So yeah, they they played good this weekend. Now, I, I can I can ask you this because I know the answer. Did you watch any of those games? No, I, can, I did not. Yeah, they, uh, nobody did because they're on that black dog hockey that pay per view thing. Nobody watches that. Oh, I got a, I've got a free login to that, so that doesn't that doesn't uh, slow me down. But. Yeah, well, did, you still <laughs> you still didn't watch it. You had a free login. What does that say? <laughs> yeah, you know, I got. Uh, I couldn't uh, couldn't get reception on the beach. Couldn't get. <laughs> so, you so. Got, got your toes in the sand. Got a drink in your hand. All you needed was yeah. a beautiful girl. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't get. I tried. You know, I took my computer down there, but I just couldn't get reception on the beach. <laughs> so. You know, it well, is what it is. That's all right. That black dog, they were having problems anyways. So <laughs> I, re- I read somewhere on Twitter where they were apologizing for, th- for the terrible feed. So, yeah, those guys, they, they're kind of up to just some insider knowledge. It's, they're kind of up to what the buildings have to offer as far as, um, signal and all that. So if you get, if you get off into a place that has terrible internet, you're, uh, you're up against the wall. Well, there you go. I mean, that's kind of the way it goes with most of those places, right? Uh-huh. That's why it's so much easier to just uh, stream it for free on YouTube and uh, never have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, well. Okay, so UCO goes on the road and they bag. So that's hey, that that's great for UCO. Um, it, it it's Alabama, I think, was somewhere ranked in the 50s or 40s. UCO was, uh, what were they, 16, 19? They were 16. Uh, so, 16, yeah. You know, it was kind of expected, and they lived up to it. They um, yeah. and they and they also, as you said, they got some run. They got some run on some of the new guys. Uh, number nine, Jamef is back after sitting out the fall semester. They got uh, Nils Velm uh, uh, did not see the ice after his big fight, but they put um, CJ Wednig in net for uh, for the Saturday afternoon game. Yep, so, so they, they pretty good, pretty good for yeah. uh, pretty good for yeah, Coach those, Rivera. Yeah, those guys they uh, they played well. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, hey, um, let's move on. In in it's typical. the The second game had just you know the first game had thirty two minutes in penalties. Second game, eh, we're never going to see oh, it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. just we'll just rack them up. Seventy six minutes oh, yeah. in penalties. Seventy six minutes. Oh yeah. Just let her have it. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're never going <laughs> to see you again. Yeah. Let take her this, rip, her chip. <laughs> take this punch to the face. Yeah. Holy oh, moly. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so uh, UCO did go play, and they smoked Alabama twice. Good for them. Um, the Colorados were hosting Syracuse. Syracuse came up to the Rocky Mountains and did a WCHL weekend. They played Colorado on Friday and Saturday. Then they went to Colorado State on Sunday. And, man, first off, I need to apologize to Syracuse uh, for two things. Number one, in the last podcast when I was bagging on them with uh, Cam the Ram, I said they played in the terrible, terrible, terrible New York conference than any CHL. I was wrong. Yeah. They play in the it's okay conference on the East Coast, the Eastern <laughs> States Collegiate Hockey League. Yeah. So uh, that was my mistake. They moved from the NECHL to the Eastern States League. Good for Syracuse. 
And, uh, boy, good for Syracuse they came out here because they just kicked the uh, snot out of Colorado and Colorado State uh, yeah, all three games. That's a that's a long trip for those guys, but they uh, they came out here and took care of business. That's for sure. That they did. That they did. Five to two wins uh, on Friday and Saturday at Colorado, and then last night up at uh, Fort Collins, a six to three win over the Colorado State Rams. The um, I'm not going to ask you if you watched any of those games because I'm going to presume you didn't. <laughs> Toes were in the sand. Uh, <laughs> but I did. And the thing that stood out to me was Syracuse has some uh, Syracuse has some speed and they have some skill. And Colorado had, uh, uh, during their two games, they had a tough time maintaining uh, possession in the offensive zone. It was one shot and then they were turning around and you know racing back because uh, Syracuse was on the attack. Yeah. And Syracuse yeah. was just faster, quicker to the puck. Um, you know, CSU scored a couple of goals um, uh, both nights. Um, and, and actually, heck, they had a lead, I believe, on uh, – they had a lead on uh, on Saturday. Just a quick – they scored the first goal of the game. But yep, they, yeah, Syracuse they just overwhelmed them. Yeah, and that makes sense looking at the score sheet because the one thing that stuck out to me was they got outshot almost 2-1 to one mm-hmm. each night by Syracuse. And that – that makes a lot of sense that if they were constantly on the chase or one step slower, that, that, that'll do you in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the, there was, there was a uh, number 15 for Syracuse his, his name is, his last name is Preston. Um, he had a goal in both games. He was just, he was always, always screaming. It seemed down the right side um, with some speed and uh, they weren't, you know, they, they were Syracuse to their credit. They also weren't afraid to mix it up, and uh, you know they got a couple of penalty minutes there, especially again on the uh, on the last game that they played against the Buffaloes on Saturday. They uh, they weren't afraid to get in there and mix it up with guys. But uh, yeah, poor Grant Payne took uh, yet another loss in net for the Buffs. Um, he took both of them, and um, yeah, he was just under fire for 120 minutes. It seemed. Yeah, yeah, it's. You know, you, you got to feel bad for the kid because he it he hasn't received a whole lot of help this season, which is, you know, not all not all his fault, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's he's he's their horse, and he's the guy they rode him last year, and they're riding him this year, and it's uh, he's just not getting an awful lot of help scoring wise. Yeah, that's puts him in a tough spot, right? It really does. It really does, and it doesn't get any easier with Colorado's because uh, this week they come down to play central Oklahoma and Oklahoma. So, um, yeah, they're just yeah. stepping right into it again. Yeah. They're, they're, they're up against it. It's going to be a, um, mercifully the season will end in February for, uh, for Colorado. Uh, but, uh, until then it's, it's just going to be, I think a long slog. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they can uh, have a good off season and do some rebuilding and, and come back firing. Yeah. And then uh, Syracuse on Sunday night played a rare Sunday night game up in Fort Collins. Um, I, I took it uh, that they were able to do it because of the Martin Luther King holiday. Yeah, um, kids out of school. Kids out of school. They're able to fly back to Syracuse on um, on Monday. But uh, boy, uh, CSU jumps out. It was it was it was kind of a weird deal because that that kid that I was just talking about, Preston, ends up taking a major. Uh, it right pretty close to the beginning like the first yeah. couple of minutes first five yeah, or right ten in. minutes in the in the first period yeah p- put csu on a on a major power play and damned if they didn't score two goals and you thought oh my gosh here we come yep. 
Mark Cini. Yep. And uh, one of the young freshmen puts CSU up uh, two to nothing. And you're thinking with Joe Morgan in net, CSU is going to pull off the upset. You know, Syracuse is tired. Third game in three days up in the altitude. And uh, it wasn't that way. Syracuse, you know, just kept coming in waves. And once again, you know, uh, yep. shots were a little bit closer, 39-30. Yeah, they were a little closer. But Syracuse <laughs> just pounded away at them. And, and, uh, yeah. and your boy Preston, he uh, scored the tying goal. <laughs> the CSU had him up 3-1. And then they uh, like they just kept working and chiseled away. And, yeah, your boy Preston there got the tying goal, and then they pumped in three more. I mean, how, how many of those goals here? Syracuse was four for eight on the power play. That's a 50% rate. Yep. They're, uh, let's see here. Let me find my other score sheets here. They're four for eight, one for seven, and three for eight. So they had a pretty good power play weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So the Syracuse, uh, Syracuse owns Colorado this weekend. They come in and they take two from the Buffs and one from the Rams. And uh, I presume they're back home to snowy, cold, miserable Syracuse, New York cool. right now. Yeah, I know uh, Colorado was snowy and cold, but uh, it's a little bit nicer than Syracuse, I would imagine. Yeah, the scenery is a heck of a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would think so. Yeah, you get to get to look at some gigantic mountains, and uh, especially there at the rec center, the Boulder Rec Center, get to look at a lot of girls in uh, uh, on those stair climbers as opposed to at oh, Syracuse. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys in the you guys in the workout room there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, so four of the four of the seven teams were uh, in the mix. We've talked UCO, Colorado, Colorado State, and Oklahoma. That left the other three to get after it, and those were WCHL games, conference games. Missouri State traveled to the desert. They would have gone with their travel partner, but their travel partner punked out on them. Um, so this was just, uh, a, one set of games. Missouri state played at Arizona state on Thursday night. Then they went down to Tempe for a pair of games, uh, against U of a on Friday and Saturday. And it was not a very good trip for Missouri state. You know what? Uh, Arizona state Thursday, they, uh, they came out firing and then they just didn't look back. They, they played like they were on a mission on on Thursday night. Got them eight to one. The second period, uh, Missouri State Five. just it was it was like one to one after the first period. In the second period, before you know it, they scored like six or five or six goals. And as, yeah, I was going to say, I was just sitting here looking at five goals in the second. It was I mean, crazy. That's, yeah, that's that's putting a game away right there. They put the game away as right, and and all of them, I think almost every single goal was a uh, even strength goal. So they they just ASU just overpowered them. Now they have a they have a, a new addition or two. I know they got a new defenseman. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. Um, but he played. I thought he played fairly well. Um, might be this. Uh, ah, gosh, I'm, I don't want to guess. Um, uh, I'm look, trying to look at it. Yeah, I have no help. I was looking at the roster, but I don't. Yeah, that's just me. I'm terrible yeah. at that. But yeah. all, all I know is Bronson Moore played well in net to earn the earn the W for the Sun Devils. <laughs> Here's the thing that stood out to me: Missouri State had to play all three goaltenders. They carry three goaltenders. They played all three on that uh, Thursday night game. Hey, uh, didn't we didn't we talk a couple weeks ago about playing? What was it? Four 
four forwards and playing two goalies at the same time. <laughs> I mean, maybe they maybe they're on to something. Look, they're listening Lord, to the podcast. Maybe they're they listening to us. Those poor guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're so sorry. Oh, so eight eight to one ASU wins over Missouri State. And what, boy, what a way to start the uh, semester for for ASU, huh? Man, they came out guns blazing, that's for sure. That they did. And I'll, I'll let you, you know, in your stead last week, Cam the Ram did some predictions, and I forget what she said about most of the other games. But she said that uh, um, Missouri State was going to get ASU. Really? Oh, yeah, she did. And then, um, sure enough, sure enough, um, ASU, you know, smokes Missouri State 8-1. to one, And I got a text from Tempe, Arizona, that said, I want you to remind Cam the Ram. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do it. This, that, that's exactly right. And uh, the best thing was she was like right sitting there right next to me. So I just yes. showed her, I showed <laughs> yeah. her the text that I got from, you know, she just went into like a, a little shell. She was, she was beside herself. I loved it. It was awesome. That's funny. Yeah. All right. That's that new, def- new defenseman I was talking about is uh, Thomas Bow, I believe. Yeah, number two for yeah. I could be wrong here. I don't know. He looked he looked pretty decent. I thought. So. But I uh, yeah, I saw the I uh, I saw the score sheet Friday morning and on the game I looked it up to see what happened and uh, yeah I was I was fairly impressed that Air, that Arizona State took care of business like what they did. You know, in in the in the thing that uh, uh, went through my little pea brain. Was man, if Arizona State got them eight to one, imagine what Arizona's going to do to them. Well, that's you know that's exactly what I thought. The uh, I was like, man, this is this is going to turn into a long road trip for and, the Ice Bears. Yeah, and then Friday night, look at them. I mean, they they get down, it's uh, uh, they get down three to nothing, and then they start clawing their way back. They score yep. a goal, and now next thing you know, uh, eight U of A gets another uh, goal four to to make it four to one. But they scored two goals in the third period to kind of tighten it up. I mean, they jumped. They got going pretty late, and it seems like they had all the momentum in the world. They made it a 4-3 to three game, pulled the goaltender, and uh, just could not get the tying goal. But, man, I thought for sure uh, U of A was just going to you know, roll all over Missouri State, especially after getting hammered the night before 8-1. to one, And you yeah, know, it's... props to Missouri State for coming back and, and – in, in fighting and showing a little bit of uh heart you know, at least you, on Friday night. Yeah, you know, you gotta give it up to those guys. They uh you know, Arizona had fifty four shots on goal Friday night. So I mean they they saw a lot of a lot of action and you know, they fought back in it I thought they were gonna get blown out. They uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. And I don't know if blown out is the right word to use, but I didn't think it was gonna be as close. I was kinda shocked when I saw the final score come through. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they, I was they, I was shocked watching it. So it. Close. There's a uh, I, I watch these games, and every now and then I communicate with a friend who also watches these games. Uh, we just kind of text back and forth and give each other a hard time. And he, uh, he he's been watching Arizona for a while now, and so he's like, "Yeah, hold on." Just, I was like, "You know, here we go. It's they're up three to nothing. The the roll is on." And yeah. he's like, "This is Arizona. I know them. Hold, watch. They're going to find a way to uh, you know to to make things uncomfortable here at the end." Yeah, and you know, sure enough, they did. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it wouldn't. It doesn't appear to me that they let up. I mean, they had twenty shots in the third period, so they didn't. You know, they were up what 
three one going into the third, and uh, yep. they very easily could have just packed it in and and grinded it out. But it doesn't appear they did that. So well, and and I know for they they made a big deal about it on the broadcast that Arizona was playing with a uh, a short bench. Um, and when you look at the roster, there's a, a number of kids that um, are listed now as being inactive for one reason or another. And so um, guys like uh, in, in, in contributors, uh, guys like Josh Larson, Keelan Olnick. Um, so it, it's um, uh, you, you wonder what's going on. I mean, I kind of have a, you know, with the, with the change of semesters, there's stuff that uh, always happens. There's always a little bit of uh, uh, little, little flux. Bit of, yeah, a little bit of personnel turnover here and there. Uh, but, you know, like a, a Justin Plumoff. I mean, those guys, those Plumoff, Larson, and Olnick, those guys, you know, stand out as yeah, they're, contributors they're, they're, all season yeah, long. They're, yeah, they're horses along the way, right? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, then they're, they're not there. Now, U of A, I know, does have two new players, uh, one that played um, in, in the series against Missouri State, number 23, and his last name is Lusby, Josh Lusby, and I thought he did pretty decent. Um, and then they've got another one who's coming in from Plattsburgh State, a kid named uh, Greg Malafronte. Uh, he hasn't played yet. He'll wear number 24. But, um, uh, yeah, it's, you know, so I guess they're they're losing some firepower. They lost some regular firepower, but they're adding some more guys. Yeah, that's so. all. That's the name of the game, right? Yeah. Well, and then on Saturday night, boy, the uh, that's when the wheels really fell off the bus for Missouri State because uh, – yeah. The, the, here, here was the uh, the butt kicking that we were expecting, and it was Arizona nine to nothing over uh, Mo State. Yeah, 60, 66 shots on goal. The uh, five first period goals. They first goal coming at what two oh five, and then they followed it right back up about a minute and a half later with the second goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just just put, poured it on, and Missouri State never stood a chance from the get go on this one. Cusinelli, that first goal. Cusinelli got a hat trick in that in that uh, game. The first goal, Andrew. I have no idea how he scored it. Got it in on the like on the red line. It was on the goal line, and he just shot it. And it must have like gone off the shoulder blade of the goaltender into the net or something. It was the yeah. world's worst angle. What a, what do they say? You miss a hundred hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So yeah, well the kid's a shooter. In, when in doubt, shoot it, right? When in doubt, shoot it. Boy, he they, they shot it. Now Bailey Marshall was back in this game. He had to sit for a uh he had to sit on the Friday night game because of a disqualification he earned at the uh, very end of the fall semester. But um yeah, yeah, U of A, boy, they 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 were on a roll and they Yeah. It was what, five to nothing after one? I mean it was the, the game was over. It was ugly. Yeah, it's five nothing after one, seven nothing after two, and then final of nine nothing to to sum it up. Yeah. So I mean, is it is it that we got more players back? Is it that we got um, so so where we can roll more lines from Friday to Saturday? Is it you know we skated our holiday legs off on Friday night, and this is how yeah. we really are on Saturday? Is it we got our butts chewed out on Friday for nearly well, giving up the ghost? Is it? I think it's else? like you. I think it's like you said, uh, and we've talked about it before. Um, having uh, Cusinelli and uh, Marshall on that line together, you know, he wasn't there. What was it, Friday night? And yep. Cusinelli just goes one and one, one goal, one assist. And then all of a sudden you throw Bailey Marshall back into the mix. And here it's Cusinelli's got three goals and one assist on Saturday night. So 
not saying it's all Bailey Marshall, but you know, he's he's obviously a huge contributor to to what they do offensively. So he's the straw that stirs that drink, that's for sure. Yep. Wow. Well, uh, three three big uh, games that affected the WCHL standings. Um, uh, Missouri State loses all three, so that's uh, that's not going to help them. Yeah. That... But in the WCHL, uh, with Arizona's two wins, they now move into I would say probably a commanding lead in uh, the WCHL conference standings. They are now leading in first place. They have a seventy six point nine win percentage. Remember, we're doing win percentage as opposed to straight points. Yeah. Uh, because of the uneven number of games. So Arizona is number one with 76.9%. Arizona State, with the win over Missouri State, moves up ever so ever so gently over Oklahoma. Uh, they leapfrogged Oklahoma. Arizona State is in second place with 61.9%. Oklahoma um, is in third place with 61.1%. UCO is in fourth place with 51.1%. Then we have Colorado State at 37%. Missouri State, after losing all three games, drops from fifth to sixth place. They're now in six, uh, spot number six with 30.9%. And coming up the rear is Colorado with uh, one win on the season yep. uh, against Missouri State, ironically. Um, and they're in last place with 18.5%. Yeah, we were... We were doing some fancy math at the uh, at the rink the other day and trying to figure out how uh, what needed to happen this season for certain teams to make certain moves and uh, you know nothing against the guys but Air- the University of Arizona winning two games is uh, not exactly what we had in mind to uh, <laughs> to open up a path to overtake the number one spot so I mean, that- I mean, this weekend that could turn out to be huge as far as the the race for the the championship goes here. Yeah, I was told by a math major who I uh, communicate with on the reg um, that Missouri th- this weekend eliminated Missouri State from uh, contention for the WCHL title. That mathematically, um, CSU and CU and even UCO still have a chance. Uh, but this is really right now a a two horse race. And I said, oh, between Arizona and it Arizona is. State, and he said, nope, between Arizona and Oklahoma. And it's because Arizona State only has uh, five games remaining. And um, whereas Oklahoma, I believe, has nine. There. Yeah, because no, they got to pull. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Because they, they have three games with the Colorados, and then they have the two against UCO, and then they have two against Missouri State. So they have seven games remaining. That's what it is. Yep. So they have more of a chance to make a move. Arizona only has five games remaining, uh, three games at the Colorados, and. Um, two versus ASU. So it's really, um, yeah, that's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be tough to knock those guys off. It's going to be tough, especially with the, uh, uh, with the two wins in regulation that they, that they got this weekend. Yeah. That's going to be tough. Get when we talked about it, them, them winning two bumping up to almost 77%. We were like, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be tough to overcome right there. Not that it can't. Obviously, it's a two-horse okay. race right now, is what I was told by Mr. Math, um, Arizona and Oklahoma. So we'll see. You gotta, you gotta play the games, right? Gotta, so they gotta, gotta play the games. They've got to keep winning, and ASU and OU and even UCO, they've got to keep winning. So basically, in that, somebody's got to lose, right? That's the truth. 
You got to play the games. There's got to be a winner. There's got to be a loser. So, uh, L- listen yeah. to all this wisdom coming from you, Andrew. This is what we've missed right. all this time. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's got to be a winner. There's got to be a loser. I mean, that's just yeah. common sense. Thank you, you gotta, so much for bringing that to our attention. You got to, you got to, you got to score goals to win. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to breathe air to live. Water is wet. Yeah. Yeah, some yeah, times yeah. you win, sometimes you lose. <laughs> I love it. But, I love oh, it. Yeah, there's, yeah, should be interesting. It's shaping up to be a good finish, like it was last season. That's for sure. There you go. There you go. All right, hey, let's uh, take a quick break, and then we come back. Let's now that Andrew's back, let's get his players of the week. So hold on. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> remember that day andrew come on there we go do you remember that day we started the podcast oh yes i do oh boy what a good time that's a great song what a great song it is a good tune yeah it makes you want to hop on a bus and follow a hockey team all right andrew it is that time (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna pass I'm, pa- I'm taking a hard pass on that one. Passing on the bus. All right. Well, forget I ever said anything. Andrew, <laughs> you know what time it is? Mm-mm. It's time for Andrew's three players of the week. So, Andrew, lay some uh, wisdom on us. Who is your number three player of the week? Uh, number three from the University of Arizona. I am going Chris Wesselin with two goals and one assist. Really? He is in there. Number 12. He had to go off the ice at one point. I know the uh, the uh, the the announcer uh, for U of A hockey, um, uh, I forget his name, Tom something or other, uh, Tom Callahan. He does, a, he does a really good job, as a matter of fact. Um, and so just throw that out there as an aside. But he was very worried. He noticed that uh, 12 Westland went off the ice during the Friday night game and I guess he came back in, in at an intermission because he um, he he made a, a direct impact. So number twelve, Chris Westland is from Arizona. Is your number three star of the game? He is number three player of the week, not star of the game. Geez, what an idiot I am! All right, <laughs> number two, also from the University of Arizona. I'm going Anthony Cusinelli. Oh, he really? had. Four goals and two assists on the weekend. Wow. So he was he was a force to be reckoned with. Six points. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right. So we've we're going all is it gonna be an all Arizona player of the week sweep? We've got uh, yeah. We have got well, got Westland and we've got Cusinelli. Yeah, we're gonna change to the three Arizona stars of the week. Um <laughs> it's gonna be a new a new uh, segment that we do here on the podcast. Oh, oh god. All right, who <laughs> let's do this. Number one, who's your number one star of player of the week? From central Oklahoma, oh. Alexander Jameff. Yeah. With three goals and three assists. Really? Wow. So he is uh he has come in like gangbusters so far this semester. He has. So. He has sat out the fall semester um and uh was able to start playing uh last week when Central Oklahoma went up to Midland 
and he's he I think he scored a goal or two up there. In fact, he yeah. scored the game-winning goal on on Saturday game, at Midland. Game-winning goal, and I want to say he, if I'm not mistaken, just off Tom head, I think he has had multiple point games in uh, all of his games so far. If I'm not mistaken, so mm. far this semester, he's he's a welcome addition there for for, yeah. for uh, the yeah. Broncos. That's for sure. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So so we go um, number twelve, Westland. I you know. I can't think of his name until I say number 12 in front of it. So 12 <laughs> Westland, 15 Cusinelli, and 9 Jameff. Yeah. Arizona, Arizona, UCO. Yeah, and then I'm going to give a sh- little shout-out, honorable mention to Arizona State, Andrew Husted and Damon Porter. Uh, Mr. Husted had three assists. Damon Porter had a goal and two assists in their game on Thursday night. The... Uh, Alex Henry from UCO, and the one game he played in, he had a shutout. Uh, UCO's Vitaly Mikhailov, he had two goals, two assists on the weekend. And then uh, Nolan Bilicek of Arizona, he uh, pitched a shutout in the game that he played in. So, huh? a little, yeah, a little, had quite a few guys in the mix there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Well, look at you. You're, you're just handing out accolades all, all over the place, aren't you? Yeah. You get a sticker, and you get a sticker, and, and you get a sticker. <laughs> you get a sticker. I love it. All right, Andrew. Well, hey, let's take a look um, really quick at um, at the rankings uh, that they were last week. Uh, the rankings that they were last week, Arizona was ranked number 7th in the nation. Oklahoma was number 13. UCO was number 16. Arizona State was number 19. Those were the four WCHL teams that were in the ACHA Top 25 and um, uh, after that, uh, Missouri State was number 34, Colorado State was number 38, and Colorado was ranked number 52 in the eyes of the computer. Courtesy of our friend in Dayton, Ohio, the uh, wizard, all hat, no cape, he runs the uh, the unofficial, the very, very unofficial ACHA um, uh, computer ranking. He tells us that um, Arizona, after the, this weekend's games that, that happened, and it's not just the, the games involving WCHL teams, but games involving other folks all around the world yeah. uh, in the ACHA, um, those affect all of our rankings too. But Arizona's going to drop two spots from 7 to 9. Oklahoma will drop three spots from 13 to 16, but that's really because they're tied for 14th place and they lose out on the tiebreaker to the – two folks that they're tied with Pittsburgh and Drexel. Uh, UCO is going to drop a spot from 16 to 17. Arizona state will actually move up a spot from 19 to 18. So we're still going to have four teams in the top 20. And then uh, Missouri state after their uh, disastrous Arizona trip is going to be uh, number 36, dropping two spots from 34. CSU will drop a spot to 39, but in reality, they're still tied at 38. Um, they're just tied with, they lose out on the tiebreaker to William Patterson, which is, that's not a guy, Andrew. That's a, a university out East. Yeah. Thanks for the clarification there. <laughs> just said, Hey, I had to figure that one out. I was like, who the hell is William Patterson and why is he playing hockey? Yeah. Who is this guy? How, how do I get ranked like Billy there? Come on. <laughs> I'd like to get Chris Perry ranked just like, just like Willie Pat. Come on. Uh, yeah. I'll give you a ranking, all right. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> and then Colorado, they're they're going to drop two spots. They're going to go from fifty two to fifty four. They're tied for fifty third, but Lehigh wins the tiebreaker with them. So, uh, anyways, so that's what we're looking at. Arizona, we're still going to have uh, four teams in the top twenty. 
And it looks as if that means those four teams, if nationals were to be played today, those four teams would go to nationals. They're not going to get yeah. bumped. Yep. I think, uh, I think the strength of schedule with Arizona state being all the way back in, and potentially 18th right now, the, uh, I think it'll all work out for those guys. They, I think all four of these teams should be pretty close to top 10 by the time nationals rolls around. They'll be all four of these guys will be hovering around that, that number 10 marker. So should be, should be interesting. Well, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Let's do this, Andrew. Let's play like nationals is today. Okay. okay. Let's play like we're going to nationals. Here's what the nationals field look would look like. And you tell me, cause only one team is going to get bumped. Right, it's the remember I was telling you about that crappy New York league. Oh um, yeah, yeah. They're they're the leader of that league is nowhere near the top twenty five. So whoever wins that conference is gonna, and it's gonna be like their playoff champion. So it could be the top ranked team. It could be the lowest ranked team. Whoever gets lucky enough to win their playoffs, right? But let's play like it's Niagara. Niagara is winning their um, their conference right now. Niagara would come in at number twenty. They would face off against number thirteen Jamestown. Drexel, number 14, would face off against number 19, Aquinas. Number 15, Pittsburgh, would play number 18, Arizona State. This is all the first round of um, of nationals, right, yep. on Thursday. And here's the kicker, a little bit of bedlam in the first round because number 16, Oklahoma, would face number 17, UCO. The, uh, How do you like that for a first round of uh, nationals? Well, yeah. We, we've seen that in real life in, in years past. We have. And, uh, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of fun to go play those guys on the road somewhere, but then it's also like, yeah, we could be a little more fun to play teams that you may not see on an everyday basis, right? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Kind of kind of a mixed emotion there. I'd love to love to play those guys at Nationals, but would we like to play somebody else that, that you may not see? That's my opinion. Well, the winner of um, the winner of the Oklahoma UCO game would get the pleasure of playing number one Adrian. The winner of Pittsburgh Arizona State would get the pleasure of playing number two Liberty. The Drexel Aquinas winner would get number three Lindenwood, and the Jamestown Niagara winner would get Minot. So, in theory, that should be a Minot Jamestown. Yep. So there you go again, two North Dakota teams. Holy smokes. Yep, going at it. Yep, going at it. And then on Saturday, you would have the 5 through 12 teams playing. It would be number 5, Michigan-Dearborn, playing number 12, Illinois. Number 6, Stony Brook, playing number 11, Calvin. Number 7, Ohio, playing number 10, Davenport. And number 8, Indiana Tech, playing number 9, Arizona. So uh, that's in – I'll tell you what. You know, that's um, – but for the – Oklahoma, Central Oklahoma matchup. I mean, personally, as as commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, I would love for all four of the teams from the conference not to play one another yeah. un- until, you know, the quarterfinals at the very least. Yeah, yeah. Get them. Yeah, I hate, I hate it. It happened a couple of years ago. We had Missouri State and Arizona playing in the first round. Um, that just stinks. Yeah, it's no, it's no fun. Let's. So I uh, hope I hope something changes, um, and we've got plenty of time. But boy, it sure does look like uh, if this is the way nationals would look right now, that would be intriguing. Uh, Indiana Tech would. against Arizona, man, two style differences. Indiana Tech is just uh, kind of a bruiser uh, of a team. They just went in and uh, beat Michigan Dearborn over the weekend. Um, and Arizona, obviously, they they rely more on speed and skill. Ohio Davenport just seems like it could be an absolute bloodbath. Just bloodbath, yeah, that's what I was thinking. 
Stony, yeah. Stony Brook and Calvin would, would be an unknown. Now, Stony Brook yeah. is coming off of two wins over Michigan-Dearborn themselves. Um, and then Michigan-Dearborn-Illinois, I would think that would just be a, a cakewalk for Michigan-Dearborn myself. Uh, Jamestown-Niagara yeah. should be, you know, that's North Dakota beating up on New York. Drexel-Aquinas should be Michigan beating up on Philadelphia, I would think. Arizona State Pitt would be a good little thing. I think Arizona State would kill them. Uh, myself, uh, yeah. uh, it would be it would be two great uniform choices because Pittsburgh's uniforms are pretty sweet. Yeah, they wear that uh, blue and bright yellow, don't they? Uh huh. Yeah, and they have that beautiful little uh, pit font. In ASU, yeah. you know, I know there are people out there that don't like it, but I, I dig the maroon and the brown and the gold uh, that they wear. So I, I kind of like the uh, the sparky thing that they got going on there. Yeah, kinda, they got so, some cool stuff. Yeah, and then obviously the OU-UCO, that would be just, well, I mean, it would be a good game. It would be a great game to watch. It would be ferocious. Um, yeah. But, boy, uh, I, I would really like to avoid that at Nationals. <laughs> yes, that's no doubt. And then the winner of that, of course, then gets number one. So that would just suck. So. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not too scared of that number one spot. All right. Well, that's just you. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thing. Hey, things are going to change, and I'm sure we'll be playing this exercise again um, as, oh, yeah. as the weeks happen. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool to see how it all arrange. Yeah, and especially to see who who the teams are that are in the mix right now. Looks like you have to be top 19 to make it because the uh, other auto bids that usually eat people, eat spaces, are Drexel and Pitt. And right now they're at 14 and 15. And uh, so they're they're in the top 20, which means they're not going to eat up an auto bid. Yep, so we need to keep those guys up there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, Andrew. Hey, we've got some uh, upcoming games this weekend. Arizona's playing some non-conference games. They have Grand Canyon. They go to Grand Canyon, I believe. No, you know what? I think they have Grand Canyon coming to them. I think it's Grand Canyon at them, yeah. At Tucson on Thursday night and then on Saturday afternoon. Care to tell us how that one's going to turn out? I I think uh, U of A is going to take care of business on both of those. Yeah, I think so too. I think they're going to give Grand Canyon a rude awakening and a rude welcome to the WCHL. Grand Canyon will be joining the conference next year, but um, yeah, I would not right now. I would I would be very surprised if. Uh, we see anything otherwise all right and then we have uh missouri state is off this weekend so uh and arizona state is off this weekend so uh those guys have a uh i, b- I believe that's right yeah i think so yep yep I and think so off, yeah. um yeah so that means that um the the next action is going to be the best action it'll be uh, wchl action here in oklahoma the two colorado teams are coming down to play the two oklahoma teams on Thursday night, Oklahoma will host Colorado State, and UCO will host Colorado. Go ahead and uh, and and then as we do in the WCHL, everybody trades partners for the Friday Saturday game. So CU will come into the Blazers Ice Center to watch Andrew and his uh, semi-repaired Zamboni, <laughs> and then uh, CSU will head up to uh, UCO to take on um, uh, the, the the Fighting Broncos. Yeah. So, right. yeah. All right. Andrew, lay some predictions on us. Thursday night, uh, Oklahoma, Colorado State, UCO, Colorado. Uh, Thursday night, I have got both Oklahomas winning those games on Thursday there. All righty. And then uh, Friday, uh, let's do the two. Let's do Oklahoma hosting Colorado on Friday, Saturday. I've got Oklahoma winning both of those versus Colorado. So you have Oklahoma going 3-0 and on the weekend. 3-0 and on the weekend. What about UCO um, hosting Colorado State on Friday, Saturday? I think all signs point to the way UCO has started out this semester. I think they are going to come gunning 
And I think they take care of business and they win both of those games also. So you see, you, you basically have, have predicted an Oklahoma sweep in a Colorado whitewash. Yep. Yep. I've, uh, I am showing all love to home teams this weekend and, and no love to the away teams. This will be, uh, this will be interesting. It's, um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it will be. Uh, we'll see if, you know, Colorado, they've won one game this season and that one game was on the road. And yep. so, uh, here they are on the road again. And I we, think, uh, I think CSU will keep it close. I think they'll play, I think they'll play OU tight Thursday. And, uh, you know, I think they'll, I think they'll keep one of the games tight with UCO on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Joe Morgan, Joe Morgan always keeps them in the games, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. All right, so there you have it, straight from the mouth of uh, of the babe over there. Um, <laughs> it's going to be an Arizona uh, uh, sweep of Grand Canyon on Thursday and, and Saturday. And Andrew says Oklahoma will take care of business against CSU on Thursday and on both games against CU. And that UCO will do the same, take care of business against CU on, on Thursday and against CSU Friday, Saturday. So uh, please, all you Colorado and Colorado State fans, please send all your hate mail to andrew.majorkerth at podcast.wchl backslash creedthoughts backslash com um, and uh, dot rant. Please send those, right. all, all of the hate mail there to Andrew. He will get those and he'll respond to those personally. Um, wow. All right, Andrew. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, are you on the microphone at all this weekend? I am Zamboni driver on Thursday and Saturday. Oh God! And I am the music man on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, so Thursday, Saturday, you're Zamboni, and Friday, you're music. Yeah, I've got a bonehead on Thursday and Saturday working <laughs> for me, so I'm not going to let him drive the Zamboni during the game. Thank it's basically God. What, it's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say something else that started with bone, and I was like, oh, no. Andrew, <laughs> this, this is a family-friendly podcast, please. I yeah. don't have to beep you out. Yeah, no. Yeah, I've got a, got a bonehead working for me Thursday and Saturday, so right. I think I'll take exam duties. All right. Well, hey, hey, let's take another quick little break, come back and uh, wind this thing up with some uh, quick thoughts here from Andrew, okay? Hold on. What is uh, slashing? Slashing is um, like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, there's a penalty for that? Yeah. Uh, and for a trip also, you know? Oh. Like that. And mm-hmm. for hook, like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, for spear, you know? Like that. Mm-hmm. All bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know? Uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you get free. And then you get free. There we go, Andrew. And you get free. Hey, we, we, we alluded to it a little bit when we talked about some of the um, some of the uh, uh, rankings or at least some of the Nationals business. Boy, there were some big games here this past weekend. Never mind WCHL. This is the time of the year when teams can get out of conference uh, and, and go play some other folks um, that they normally don't get to play. Yep. And, wow, like this past weekend, Michigan-Dearborn lost – to Indiana Tech. Now that's an in-conference game, but then they lost two to Stony Brook, which are out-of-conference games. Was, I was kind of surprised they lost two to Stony Brook, but yeah. maybe maybe Stony Brook's a little better than what I'm giving them credit for. Stony Brook, you know, the funny thing is uh, the Stony Brook coach was texting me earlier this uh, season when the computer rankings came out because he was having a conniption fit 
um, he was outside of the top 20 for like the first time in forever. And he just did not know what to do. And I said, dude, just keep winning. You're going to be fine. Yeah. You've got the schedule yeah. for it. And look at him now. They're like number six. Yeah. How about that? Insane. Calvin, Calvin college, uh, goes into Ohio and beats Ohio twice, four to three on their home ice. How about that? What? I was a little surprised on the Friday night score that they pulled it off. They were, uh, Ohio outshot them 33-16 in that game. Ooh. But, and they still lost. So and they still lost. Four, four goals on 16 shots. Ooh, yeah, that's a, that, oh, that's not a good that, percentage. That's a rough outing. Oh. But then the but then the Saturday game, what an absolute meltdown occurred, right? I heard. Tell me. They, uh, oh, my Lord. It was uh, Ohio for the game had 130 minutes in penalties alone <laughs> not what not even what calvin had just ohio alone 130 <laughs> minutes oh i love it i mean it's head buttings face maskings abusive officials hitting from behind game dqs i mean you name it it happened just just a complete train off the tracks meltdown well you know what they say someone's true character shines through when they're facing adversity it happens, right? Yeah. What did you say? 130 penalty minutes? 130 penalty minutes just there, for Ohio. There you go. There you go. Little adversity and what happens? Everyone loses their mind. Oh, man. Fighting's hitting from behind. Abuse of a fish, face masking, head buttings. I mean, holy smokes. I was going through the list, and, and I don't even know if I got them all on the score sheet that I, that I saw. Cause I don't know if there's even enough room for it all. <laughs> I just, oh man, they, they, a little well, crazy. I don't want to take joy in other people's misery, but um, you know, if there's a, if there's a program out there that needs to have their balloon popped, um, uh, it might be Ohio. Yeah. So of course this is probably going to be what turns their season around and, and, you yeah, know, right. Gel, they get, they gel together to make a huge run for nationals and you know, they'll shove it right up my butt. Yeah. You know, Oh, That's well. usually what happens, right? When we, <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not a hockey person, so I've been told. So I mean, yeah, we don't, we're not hockey guys. Yeah, but yeah what, do, what do that's we know? Usually, what we see. Yeah. <laughs> and then, hey, the the one of the cool things that happened over the weekend, um, you know, they have this hockey night in Canada business that happens, uh, you know, all the time, like every weekend. <laughs> and then um, uh, they had Hockey Day in North Dakota this past weekend. And uh, at the University of Jamestown, they they built an outdoor rink on their football field, and they played uh, outdoors against Minot on Friday night. And Andrew, wouldn't you know it? Remember what we talked about? Uh, Oklahoma couldn't make the trip because of weather, and some other yeah. games up north were canceled because of weather. But boy, this game was on, and dang if they didn't play in the in a in a raging blizzard. It, I was going to say a whiteout blizzard. There was, yeah. if, if you see pictures on the internet and I will, you know what, I'll, I'll circulate some pictures on our WCHL Twitter account. Um, they're pretty cool pictures. They are. They are. There's, I saw one picture where, and it may have been a short little video of the uh, final shootout. Um, when the kid skates behind the net, there's like snow piled up to the kid's knees when, yes. he, when he goes behind the net. And, it's, it's, and that's just, it's crazy. Yeah, and I think that's just where they cleared like two little swatches of ice for the kids to skate with the puck to try to skate with it. And I mean, it was unreal. You, you, in a shootout, you normally go 
different ways, right? You you take both nets and you know one team goes one way and one team goes the other way. There was so much snow on the on the on this outdoor rink um, that they they shoveled only one path from center ice to one net, and both goaltenders had to uh, alternate in and out of that same net. It was kind of like yeah. a football, you know, overtime where you use one one side of the end zone. But it was pretty cool to see. It that, was, you know, the, the guys are out here. They're taking faceoffs. You can't see the dot at all, but there's like an inch or two of snow just built up. And you look yes. at the players, and they've got their helmets are they've got snow on their helmet. That's snow on their shoulder pads. And um, I mean, it, it looked like a pretty cool event. Now, as you as you mentioned, Jamestown won the game two to one in a shootout. The shootout, Andrew, went fourteen rounds. Twenty-eight shooters before they finalized that thing. How about that? That's as long as the game. Fourteen, twenty-eight shooters. Jeez! Just because there's so much snow out there, they, they the guys couldn't do anything with it. Oh, what a deal! I just thought. I mean, I would. It sounds like a cool thing to be a, to have been a part of. It sounds like something absolutely miserable to actually watch. Yes. Um, unless you're you know sitting at home watching it via the internet or something. But uh, eh, it looked pretty cool. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, pretty pretty fun little uh, little scenario they got in up there. Yeah, you know, I had uh, one of my friends was out at the. Um, he was in Savannah, Georgia, because in Savannah they hold some. This is for ACHA Division Three hockey. Um, they hold what's called the Savannah Hockey Classic, and every year at the same time and at the same place, it's always Martin Luther King weekend. Florida, Florida State, Georgia, and Georgia Tech get together with their terrible club hockey teams in men's division three. <laughs> and they they pack this five or six thousand seat arena in Savannah, Georgia. And um, you know, it, they just make a, a, a big wingding out of the whole thing. But Andrew, the reason I bring it up, they had a monster truck um event in this building. Uh Sunday, Monday. So they did not build the ice until Wednesday and Thursday before the Friday. They did not build the ice. Okay, here I'm getting it now. They did not build the ice until Tuesday, Wednesday before the teams came into practice on Thursday and games were on Friday, Saturday. So, you know, no rush. No rush. Andrew. There's, there's plenty of time for monster trucks and all of that. Andrew, you should see the blue line. I'm, you know what? I'll, I'll tweet this thing out too. The, bl- the, the blue line was like curved. <laughs> I saw, I saw some pictures. You should the 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 hash marks for the faceoffs. You know the guys are supposed to straddle the 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 faceoffs. Number one, number one, the dot, the faceoff dot, wasn't <laughs> centered in the circle. But then the hash marks were like area codes apart. So, you know, you're supposed to put one leg on one side, one leg on the other side. These guys would have had to have done the Russian splits to get get just right. And I just thought to myself, those poor guys in Savannah, Georgia, don't know how to put an ice rink. Andrew, Andrew, oh, I love this. I was watching one of the games on Friday night. The the face-off circle in one of the zones, it wasn't a complete circle. You could see it. Where, Come on! No, the where the line like ran over another line. It looked like you took a crayon and just made a circle while you closed your eyes. <laughs> nice. Oh my goodness! I felt so bad for those guys. But hey, ACHA Division Three. Here's the other thing: Florida State was uh, one of the two teams, and it was um, they obviously made uh, their uniform thing kind of optional. Um, you know, 
sometimes we go with black helmets, sometimes we go with white helmets. But uh, yeah. so it was kind of helmet optional, color optional during the game. And I just thought, come on. I mean, here yeah. you are. A gigantic event. It was sponsored by this uh, supermarket place called N Market, who does a great job with it. The city of Savannah rolled out the red carpet for them, and these knuckleheads can't even get the, the right color helmets. Well, I saw the I saw a picture that was tweeted out. They had the governor of Georgia there. Governor of Georgia was indeed there. Dropped the puck. Yeah, so that's kind of cool that they got that kind of support going on. Yeah, kind of a wild thing. Maybe you know, maybe we should do that. We should do something like that here. Get the governor of Oklahoma to come out and drop the puck, and uh, they can slash you in the kneecaps or something. Maybe maybe at nationals, I'll go out and drop a ceremonial puck drop, and <laughs> we can announce that the the podcast guys have been out there. You know, make it a big deal. All I thought, all I, I'm watching this game, and I'm looking at the ice. <laughs> And I'm thinking of, I'm just thinking of how awful that ice is and the lines. I mean, literally the blue line has a wiggle in it. <laughs> like, it like, a, like if it was a heat wave and all of a sudden the thing just started to melt uh, towards the net. Oh, I'll, I'll put the, I'll put the pictures out there on, on Twitter. Oh my God. On Western yeah. CHL, uh, the Twitter account, I'll put it out there ever so gently. Um, please don't make too much fun of them. Like I am. Um, but all I could think of is, oh my gosh, I hope those knuckleheads and the bull gang in Frisco have their act together this year for nationals. Oh, you know what? We had one time we were putting ice in here in the city and I had a young kid working for us and I had, I had mapped out with some string what the blue line was supposed to be all the way across. And I, I gave him, it's just a little bit wider than a, than a paint roller that like what you'd use at your house. And I give him the blue paint and I give him the roller and I tell him, all right, start here, go 85 feet across and stop. And didn't think anything about it. Went over, was doing circles, hash marks, all the other fun stuff that you have to do. And I come back and it's like you said, it looks like this kid has taken this paint roller and used it like a crayon and colored <laughs> in this blue line. And I mean, I'm talking like, didn't even remotely stay within the lines and I've got blue paint everywhere. And long story short, one of the blue lines for the time that the ice was in was like three inches wider than the other blue line and three inches wider than what it should have been because I had to go back and widen it out just to get a clean, crisp line all the way across. It was, it was unbelievable. People have no uh, idea what it takes uh, to put ice in, huh? I was ready to slap him when he did that. <laughs> well, I appreciate you not hitting me that hard. That was, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Hey Andrew, one one last thing, and then I, then I'll I'll be done, and we'll get over to whatever grips or gripes you might have. Um, I didn't realize this, um, and so it kind of came as a welcome surprise. But Letterkenny season seven and season eight are out now, Ooh. and oh my goodness, what a what, you know this is just if you're if you're not familiar with the show. Letter Kenny, you need to find it. It's on Hulu. Um, if you have the subscription for that, if not, you find it on a website called Daily Motion. Um, it is a show out of Canada, um, and it is just great. It is, it is awesome. Um, it's about um, Wayne and Derry and uh, Squirrely Dan and Katie, <laughs> and uh, I mean, there's a lot of hockey in it. There's a lot of hockey in this. And it's just absolutely wonderful. Jonesy and, and Riley and Shorzy in the, 
<laughs> There's Jean Jacques Francois Jean Jacques J J Frankie J J is in there. I love it's what if anyways. Uh, all that to say that in your absence, Andrew, I was left to my own devices. Yeah, and I had to you know since I didn't have my friend there. I had to uh, find other ways to entertain myself, and <laughs> Letterkenny uh, fit the need. Boy, what a what a great series! Those guys can, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's pretty it's pretty solid. I've I've slipped a little bit on my seasons here, so I'm behind the curve a little bit. Oh, but yeah, it's it's pretty solid, but it's it's one of those ones you with a small child running around the house. You don't want to just have it blaring on the living room TV. No. So I've got to pick and choose my times that I can watch it. So there's, a, there, there's an awful lot of there's an awful lot of um, um, cuss words in it, um, but boy, you know what? There's some great characters and some incredible, incredible writing. And uh, uh, Bonnie McMurray yeah. for the win! Holy smokes! <laughs> you know, it would it would be awesome to get, and we could. I don't know if we'd ever pull this off, but if we could get Wayne. To make a celebrity appearance on the podcast, because <laughs> Wayne is—he played some some low-level juniors up there in Canada. Yeah. So he he is a hockey guy through and through. They're going on tour, Andrew. You know, and they're coming down here to uh, to Texas way around Austin, Dallas. Letterkenny really? on tour. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that, would, yeah. that would be awesome to send something out—a press release to those guys saying, "Hey, here we are." We would love to come down and interview for five minutes. Don't you think that every monkey with a hockey podcast wants to talk to them? Well, there can't be too many guys like us that have hockey podcasts like this out there. I'd want to trust. I'd want to talk to Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> how about my, how about my wife? A couple of weeks ago, talking, talking smack to me. She's trying to buy tickets for you and I to go to some podcasting seminar convention thing in Florida. Really? In, in March. Yeah. Oh. And she's like, maybe you can guys maybe you guys could go down there and get some lessons on how to do a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, whatever. Uh, here I was yeah. I was gonna say, Oh, what a sweetheart. And here she is just yeah, blasting yeah. us. <laughs> maybe you can oh, yeah. figure out what you're doing. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> there can't be there can't be too many ding dongs like us with, with sweet hockey podcast out there. I don't know. You know, there's 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 a certain NCAA coach out there that listens every now and then. He says spitting chicklets WCHL podcast kind of tied running close one and one. You never know. Hey, you know, I'd, I'd take those guys on. <laughs> You'd run them over with your uh, halfway broken Zamboni. That's right. You That's can, right. You, you, you know how to fix a conditioner. You you can sharpen that blade really quick and yeah, yeah. We'd we get them with all the rusty. Yeah, and we'd get them with all the rusty bolts hanging off that thing. <laughs> <laughs> if if you didn't kill them by running them over, they'd die of tetanus soon enough. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, bless her. Here she is trying to trying to improve you. So maybe you guys can know what you're actually doing. Yeah, I mean, you guys can figure it out while you're down there. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. All right. Well, hey, we'll talk. Jared Kiso is his name. We'll see if we can't get Wayne on the podcast. And uh, maybe we'll also see talk to that NCAA guy and see if we can. He's he's kind of in the middle of a big season, though. So Yeah, he's he's up there in the rankings right now. So he's kind of a big deal. Can you? Well, yeah, Mr. Big Time. That's what I call him. Mr. Big oh, Time. Yeah. yeah. 
sitting there, sitting there with his palm trees and everything else. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got his, he's got his ice cold brew and a nice big fat championship koozie. And he just yeah, sips yeah. that while listening to the, the dulcet tones of Andrew and Chris every now and then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sitting there with his, yeah. Sitting there with his, drinking his Mai Tais, staring at the palm trees and yeah. <laughs> uh, too funny. All right, Andrew, what else do you got for us? Ah, uh, you know what? I, uh, I don't have many gripes and gritches for you this week. All right. Well, we're glad to have you back. Yeah, I'm glad you. to be back. Yeah. yeah, I am glad to be back. We're it's we're back in the saddle here. I like it. Back in the back in the saddle. So, are you? Can is it hard to believe? I mean, we only have a couple of more weeks, and then we're going to be down in Frisco, Texas. You know what? Before I was doing some homework uh, for the podcast last week, and if I'm not mistaken. Let's see, I may have, may still have some of my notes. Oh, geez. No, I don't think so. I think last week at this time we were 65 or so days out from nationals. Yeah. So that would mean this week we would be somewhere in the neighborhood of 57 to 58 days. Oh, my goodness. Outside of nationals. So We need to get after it. It's uh, it's knocking on the door here. Need to get after it. I know we're going to have an organizational call on... um, uh, with the on the ACHA side of things here pretty soon to get ready for nationals. I mean, it's not like we haven't been sitting around twiddling our thumbs the whole time, but I mean, we've been busting our hump to uh, get ready. But we're, we're it's it's we're getting into nut cutting time, and so here we go. Yeah, we actually have to start talking to one another to get stuff done, and then yeah, uh, yeah. Geez, it's hard to believe the season is. Uh, you know, it's what late January, third week in January almost. We were uh, we were just. We were just talking yesterday about uh, how we were ready for hockey season to get started, and yeah, and doing and doing previews. It seemed like, and now here we are. Here it is. It's right almost around, over. Right around the corner. Yeah. yeah, I've got a playoff in the B conference. I need to get ready for. Yeah, the uh, St. holy smokes, St. Louis, here okay. I come. Yeah, uh, 50, 50 some odd days is not too far out. Nope, I'm looking forward to it. It ought to be a good time. I know they're changing up the uh, the MVP trophies this year. Are they? No boots. Ah, uh, I, like, I like the boot. I like the I like boot the too. Boot. I think it's I a like bad, the boot trophy. Yeah, I, I think it's a bad call myself, but they didn't ask me. What are you doing? Cowboy hats now? Belt buckle. Ah, very nice. Just what yeah. everybody needs. <laughs> yeah, just put that in the end of a sock and whip someone over the head with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> yeah. Here, hold. Instead of sitting and beating, you know, here, hold my hold my boot while I beat you up. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like, hold on, let me take my belt off and whack you upside the head. With only, only a couple of local homo boys would think about beating someone with a belt buckle, right? <laughs> In a sock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, so you get all the pain, but not a whole lot of the evidence. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> all right, Andrew. Hey, it's uh, I'm glad to have you back. Again, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Good, good. And uh, let's 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 keep it rolling. I look forward to seeing you. Uh, we have games here in the 405 on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so it should be a fun time. Should be a good time. We'll get together and have some chuckles. We might even try to grab a hold of uh, maybe a Colorado kid or two. Yeah, and, uh, talk to them since uh, we owe them some uh, some some TLC. And uh, yeah. All right, uh, follow the WCHL online at westernchl.com or on Twitter, the, which is the, the place to follow it, at westerntwitter.com slash westernchl. Um, we're also on Facebook, but nobody updates Facebook. I mean, come on. Facebook is for older people, right? 
Well, you know, it is. It's a good gossip look. It is a good gossip place. It's it's where my wife does all of her stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so follow uh, the Western Collegiate Hockey League there. In the meantime, we appreciate every single one of the 11 listeners that listens here to the podcast. We might, Andrew, have a uh, Oklahoma uh, um, angle on the uh, some of the Nationals things. I know that uh, and even some Arizona folks have uh, offered to help out down at Nationals, which is kind of kind of cool. So yeah, we might have a, some know. WCHL flavor down there. Yeah, another one of the one of the guys that helps out with the Oklahoma stuff behind the scenes. He's gonna he's excited about going down, and uh, yeah, so it'll be nice to have some some local guys we know around, and, and not just me and you, right? Yeah, no, actually important people, right? Yeah, and then we'll bring the uh, we'll 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 be down there. We'll be doing the podcast live, and uh, that should be a lot of fun. You know, what we ought to do we ought to bring this our little rig and set it up at the arena. That's what I was thinking. Oh boy, we get in so much trouble. That's all right. Ask for do it and ask for forgiveness. We'll get Moran on here. We'll get Brian Moran, the ECHA Division One Commissioner, the great communicator that'd, himself. Get him on. Oh here. yeah, that that would be awesome. <laughs> It'd be five minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, in, I'm in so much trouble. That's all, right. uh, that's all right. All right. Hey, uh, we appreciate everybody listening to this uh, terrible edition of the WCHL podcast. We apologize for boring you for about an hour. We look forward to seeing everybody at the rink. If you see us walking around or wandering around, or in my case, waddling around, stop us, say hello, tell us what you like, what you don't like. Um, some good folks. Lee Tyner is, uh, uh, has done that a uh, couple of times up at the UCO Oklahoma games. Yep. Uh, I know the Dungy family has done that a few times uh, when I've been um, st- uh, walking around some of the Arizona games. So, uh, yeah, if you see us, yell at us. Tell us what you like. Right. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us how much you love Andrew and hate me. <laughs> so, That's right. All right, Andrew. It's that time. Go what? ahead and get us out of here. Well, I tell you what, you guys, take care of one another. Safe travels to the teams on the road this weekend. Good luck to everybody. We'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>